0: hello i am joshua p warren and this is joshua p warren daily okay uh i was wrong i said i'd reached a conclusion on the georgia guidestones and it turns out there is um a lot more information out there that i have been exposed to this morning (laughs) um but before i get to that i just want uh i want you to know if uh this is of interest to you um My father, he went through his heart surgery and everything is okay. Um, They just had to put in another stint. And um, so he's, like most of us, he's got to make some some lifestyle changes. But uh, my dad's going to be fine. So I I, I knew he was going to be okay. And if you were praying for uh, our family, I appreciate that immensely. So I want you to know that we're kind of in a really, good mood today for a number of reasons but one of them is now you know he's got that over with so listen last night i i recorded a podcast uh where i was saying like okay well here's the conclusion i'm going to draw right now about the mystery of the georgia guidestones and i was drawing that conclusion based solely upon just kind of stuff i've seen on tv over the years um Like, for example, I think Brad Meltzer did a Decoded, and then there was uh, Scott Walter did uh, America Unearthed on the History Channel. Uh, And and we just rolled in there, you know, uh, sort of at the last minute a couple days ago into Elbert County, Georgia, to check these things out. And then, as as I mentioned, I went around town, and I started talking to people. But I will will point one thing out that I didn't mention, however, in my last podcast or two about this. We went into one store and I struck up a conversation with uh, the the store owner and he was telling me, he was like, there's some kind of a strange attitude around here when it comes to promoting the Georgia Guidestones. He he was like, you know, it's a tourist attraction, we we want to get more people in here. And yet, um, he said, you you don't find a lot of enthusiasm for, for getting behind it and supporting it. And uh, at that time, I was just like, "Yeah, okay, well, it's pr- probably just because it's something odd." And people who are um, are interested in odd things can project stuff that is so weird nobody knows how to deal with it. I mean, that was my original attitude toward that. But it turns out now, again, I've um, I have been enlightened some today. Because, uh, of course, I have a Facebook account. I have thousands of fantastic friends on Facebook. One of them is a man named Jason Ratliff. And Jason Ratliff sent me a message, and he said, Hey, have you seen this fairly new documentary called Dark Clouds Over Elberton? The True Story of the Georgia Guidestones? And uh, I have not. So I went and watched this two-hour documentary. The coolest thing about it is I'm an Amazon Prime member, and I bet that many of you are. And if you're an Amazon Prime member, you can watch this documentary right now streaming for free. Again, it's called Dark Clouds Over Elberton. Now, before I continue... Uh, I want to point out that, again, when I was in Elberton a couple days ago, it was a beautiful little town. Everybody was super nice, and I think this is a bad name. Uh, I I can see why that they, you know, wouldn't be proud to have a movie of any kind, regardless of the, uh, the opinions, called Dark Clouds over blank, right? Like, imagine if that was your town. You know, and 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 you wanted people to have a, a positive experience. You know. Dark clouds over Asheville. You know, and I kind of, as a matter of fact, I wrote a book one time called "Evil in Asheville." It's a novel, and uh, uh, you don't see that promoted very much. But <laughs> I thought it was more appropriate because it was a fictional horror novel. But this is a documentary. Dark clouds over Elberton, and I could tell you, having. Um, gone to a lot of places that some people would be totally freaked out by. Uh, well, I did not get any kind of a negative vibe whatsoever in Elbert County, Georgia. And I mean, I, don't, I, I as you know, the reason I do this podcast independently is so I can be honest with you. I am beholden to no one, everyone who uh, has any, uh, well, let me just put it this way. I'm totally independent, okay? I was going to say everybody can kiss my ass, but that's not a good That's not a good uh, message for the new year, is it? So, no, I am beholden to no one. So I'm telling you the truth. I went there, and there was no negative vibe. It was actually a positive experience. But this movie, again, is called Dark Clouds over Elberton. And this movie impressed me, because I have made a number of documentaries in my life. And I know the work it takes. To put together a good documentary, and these folks who made this documentary did a good job. It, it's, it it really surprised me. It exceeded my expectations, and I'm gonna I'm gonna start right now with my spoiler alert, okay? Because I, for one thing, I have such respect for good documentarians that I would never just completely spoil. A good documentary because I want you to go watch it. I want you to see all the evidence. I want you to know for yourself what what they came up with. But I am going to give you a little bit of a spoiler. And let me start by saying, in my last podcast, I was giving some opinions based on the information I had, and I must say, you know, I think I was, yeah, I, was I was, I was pretty good. And when what I was thinking was going on, I said that it was some. Somebody not from the area. I was, I was right about that. Um, and then, uh, let's see. I, I don't, I don't think that you know. Actually, I was, I was pretty good because there is some kind of a weird foreign influence behind all this, which we'll get to in a minute. So I think that's really the most important part. This was not just somebody from Georgia who went and did this. It wasn't Ted Turner, for example. And they even mentioned that specifically. So okay, here you go. Are you ready? I'm going to spoil this for you a little bit right now. If you don't want to hear this, turn off this podcast right now. So I am convinced after watching this documentary that the individual who called himself R.C. Christian, who actually showed up and conducted all of the work in order to uh, make this project happen, was a Catholic physician from Iowa who disagreed with the Catholic Church secretly about their ideas regarding birth control. He was also a conservationist and a botanist and a naturalist. And I mean, in this documentary, they did such a thorough job that I believe that that is indeed the guy, they, and, and and there is, I could tell you so much more right now, but I'm not going to, because you need to watch the movie. They show you his picture, they tell you all about him, you get his name, you get his background, I mean, it's just like, and his beliefs were so controversial. I mean, I, I, I knew that this was controversial already, and then I watched this documentary and I go, holy shit. Um. Now I can understand why that, like the Chamber of Commerce, is is not really promoting the Georgia Guidestones. But I will also tell you again: I don't think this guy was acting alone. They give some good evidence that I that I think is good evidence that this fella was probably uh, associated to some degree with people who hold Rosicrucian beliefs. Now, I know that you might be thinking right now, what the hell is uh, Rosicrucian? And uh, then there's a reason for that. Rosicrucian is, um, well, let me tell you what, instead of me trying to explain it, I'm gonna read you the first few paragraphs of the Wikipedia page, okay? It's an organization that's from the old mystery schools. But here's what it literally says. Rosicrucianism was a cultural movement that arose in Europe in the early 17th century after the publication of several texts which purported to announce the existence of a hitherto unknown esoteric order to the world and made seeking its knowledge attractive to many. Okay, pause. How vague is that, right? Alright, now we're back. The mysterious doctrine of the order is allegedly, quote, built on esoteric truths of the ancient past, end quote, which, quote, concealed from the average man, provide insight into nature, the physical universe, and the spiritual realm, end quote. The manifestos do not elaborate extensively on the matter, but clearly combine references to Kabbalah, Hermeticism, and mystical Christianity, the Rosicrucian Manifestos heralded a, quote, universal reformation of mankind, end quote, through a science allegedly kept secret for decades until the intellectual climate might receive it. Okay, I'm going to skip around here a little bit. Um, according to historian David Stevenson, it was influential to Freemasonry, as it was emerging in Scotland, in later centuries, many esoteric societies have claimed to derive from the original Rosicrucians. Rosicrucianism is symbolized by the rosy cross or the rose cross. Again, pretty vague by design. So I don't know how to explain that better to you than just reading the Wikipedia definition, but getting back to what I was saying, I believe that this physician... Uh, he was obviously a very intelligent man who had a lot of money and a lot of resources. I believe in the documentary they said that upon his death that he had left hundreds of thousands of dollars to the Catholic Church. so it would one historian said like this would be a very good example of a double life like this is a guy who was a well known pillar of his community for a long time, born in nineteen twenty who who lived there um, in harmony, so to speak, amongst his neighbors, uh, playing along, saying, oh, yeah, I'm a good Catholic Christian, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But he secretly uh, had other views. And so those views were probably influenced by the Rosicrucians. And so this culminated in this truly, in his mind, generous donation to um humanity to mankind he apparently again i think he chose georgia primarily because uh, elberton georgia of all places because it's the granite capital of the world he did have a budget he was working with and i think that he also had um either support um or may have been outright working with some of the you know formal members of the Rosicrucian the Society, and, and you'll understand why if you watch the documentary. But he had to keep this secret for two reasons. Number one, actually three reasons. Number one, uh, his personal beliefs were very controversial. Uh, number two, uh, he felt that if he put his name out there, it would conflict with um, his public identity and and he he definitely was right right about that and number three is that hey it's marketing it's a you know you, you you create a mystery so people like me you know people like myself come into town and and talk about it i mean maybe you've never heard about this before and i i probably wouldn't have stopped if i knew the story i stopped because there was a mystery and of course aside from just the promotional aspect, you can also say, well, um, if you're gonna put something out there that you want everybody to pay attention to, it is valuable to separate the thing from who created it because we we get that mixed up all the time, especially these days, so you know it's like I could show you something magnificent, doesn't matter what it is, a sculpture, a movie great book, whatever. And you could say, wow, this is really cool. I love this thing. And then I'm like, but let me tell you who created it. Wah, 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 right. We, we personalize things too much. We do get too much as Bono said into the minutia of individual's lives, as opposed to looking sometimes, uh, uh, and, and, and you know just look at the, uh, the creation, if you will. So I think that was part of the philosophy that was involved in creating the Georgia guidestone. So anyway, um, yeah, uh, it, there's, there's always this love hate relationship with solving mysteries, right? Because it's cool to have a mystery, but once you get an answer that you feel is a pretty good one, it's like, it takes a little bit, a little of the steam out, but it's also nice because now you, You're a smarter person. You've learned something that uh, maybe you can apply the rest of your life. So what I will tell you once again is if you're actually interested in this story and you want to see if I now have reached the actual final best conclusion, go watch this documentary called Dark Clouds Over Elberton, the true story of the Georgia Guidestones. It's two hours it's free. If you're an Amazon Prime member, if not, pay the money, rent the thing. Kudos to the to, to the folks who made it, um, and you'll know, I think, finally, what the deal is with the Georgia Guidestones. This podcast is called Joshua P. Warren Daily. I do one just about every day. It's the name. They're always free. They're always short. Go to joshuapwarren.com, joshuapwarren.com in order to click the link there at the homepage where you can subscribe or follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren. Hope you're doing well today. Have a great weekend. I'll be uh, obviously letting you know how my weird uh, schedule proceeds, but um, it's a good day for me. Hope it's a good day for all of you. Thank, thank you for listening. Thank you for staying curious, and I will talk to you again soon.